that diesel. Um, 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 let's go diesel. Um. We ain't got to give 92 too much time because he don't deserve that. But I, we can could, we could touch base on it. He's a hoe ass nigga. I mean, we have to touch on it just because it's Hainsworth. And I just, I feel like as a fan base, we love dunking on this man together. But like I said to y'all in the chat, I feel like Hainsworth and Clay Travis and Dan Snyder all like giving each other a circle jerk. It's very on brand for them three niggas. Like, do you agree? A super cool dude. <laughs> I mean, but you know what? Why wouldn't you think he's cool? He gave you, he gave you all that fucking money. Yep. Right. <clears throat> gave you Shoot. all that money. What the fuck you do for when you got here? Fuck. It's me. just why he he came at Portis. It was Portis, D Hall, and Cooley. Yeah. Three three players that made a major impact on this franchise. You know what I'm saying? And then he was talking about how they were in the tunnel, talking about where they going at for the club that night, this and that. But somebody made a good point. They was like, well, they can talk about that because. They went out there on Sundays and produced while your ass was rolling around on the ground waiting for the play to end. You know what yeah, I'm saying? but also, like, Albert, Albert, I don't believe you, Albert. I think you were the one talking about what club you're going to. But nobody wanted to go to the yep. fucking club with you, Albert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't this Did man... Did he catch uh, here? Did he catch I was about to say, didn't he, didn't he fill up a waitress at, at the uh, Palm or something like that? He did? I didn't know. He, he, he I definitely called that. charges. Definitely called charges. The, like I said to you on the chat, the... Embodiment of the Snyder era is Albert Hainsworth. The embodiment. We didn't need him. We, I think, part of the reason that they really signed up is because the Giants wanted him. Right? It's between us. I think it was like a bidding war between us and the Giants. Sure was. Yep. Forgot about that. One season wonder. Nick had been a problem in Tennessee the whole time. Stomped on somebody's face. Let's not forget that. Yeah, Andre Garrod. I remember that shit. Yep. Contract year. Came here, got the bag, and really was just ass. He, yeah, he might have flashed every now and then, I think, like the first year. Nigga couldn't pass conditioning tests when Shanahan got here. Just a disaster, man. Yeah, he, he slid a credit card into a waitress's uh, bra. And this was at fucking Hooters or, you know, or, or the fucking strippy. This ain't stadium. This is at the Palm. I'm like, nigga, do you, do you forget the where you palm. are? <laughs> I, didn't, I forgot all about that. Like, you are drunk, dog. Clearly <laughs> drunk. Mm. Did he get a road rage, a road rage ship too down here? I kind of remember that. Yeah, I, I thought he was getting on the road. I think he did. Then he had some shit with a boat too. <laughs> Yo, this man he had never more shit off the field than, than he had sacks on the field. He definitely like, did, no, man. No wonder him and Dan are so close. Ain't do shit. Sorry, Paul. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, if I'm remembering right, he got in a road race joint. He, didn't he get him punching nigga like out of his car? <laughs> we got let's oh let's make God. sure. Imagine somebody cuts you off in traffic, and you go, "Hey, fuck you, cut!" And the man climbs up the car. His six foot six Albert Hainsworth, fucking Albert, doofus ass, wearing that big ass, wearing that big ass polo. <laughs> That's how I knew it wasn't going to work. Albert wore a big ass polo. <laughs> press conference. Nigga, we just gave you a hundred million. Oh, God. You got an 8X polo on. <laughs> a Northern oh, no. Virginia judge has dismissed the road rage case. Okay, it got dismissed. Well, no, he reached an agreement. He reached an agreement. <laughs> Police say the man accused Haynesworth of punching him in an altercation on, in Ruston. The man told investigators he made a gesture at Haynesworth for tailgating him. They stopped their two vehicles. Hainsworth allegedly got out the pickup truck and punched the other driver. Oh my god! And it was an F word. I hate to laugh at that, but like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Just take your ass home. Hey, like you said, like you said, that's that's the embodiment of the, the Dan Snyder era. And those were dark so, years. Those yep. were dark years. The dark days. Yep. Because because he was gone by 2012, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Because he wasn't here yeah. when Rip was here. Yeah, because he For wasn't sure. here. Yeah, those were. I feel like that was, in a lot of ways, the low point of the Snyder era. Because that's when we were going from Zorn to Shanahan, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our roster was trash. Yep. He was sort of like the embodiment of everything that was wrong with our team. Yeah. yeah they signed him at 12.01 a.m. Mm-hmm. That free agency cycle. I remember like it was yesterday because I remember me and Corey were in Towson, mm-hmm. right? I remember mm-hmm. we were sitting with this inside uh, baseball for like my buddy Nick and my buddy Ermius. And I think Nick had told me right at 12.01, y'all signed Hainsworth. And I was like, wow. Dan didn't waste no time. This man had the fucking Redskins one private jet already in Nashville, ready for his man. Pick him <laughs> up. Said, pack all your polos. We going to D.C., nigga. Pack all, pack all your 8X polos <laughs> from the fucking outlet. <laughs> I mean, it was two that it was two thousand nine. It was two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Kuji was happening. Kuji was happening. <laughs> but you remember? I don't know if y'all y'all remember that. Like leading up to that signing, that it was like being rumored heavily. Y'all remember that? Like the couple days leading up to the announcement, mm-hmm. it was like being rumored around, like in DC, but no one really wanted them. Mm-hmm. That's why folks were blown off the bidding war. We was like, we was like, let him go. We don't want let that. Go to the fucking giants to be beautiful. Yep. And then Dan closed the deal. Should let him have his ass. That's that was. I mean, it was so typical of the time, though. Yep. Gibbs was gone. Uh, Zorn's first year, like, it started promising, and then it kind of like flopped towards the end. I think they finished eight and eight. Yeah. And I think we all knew right. the 09 team was gonna be bad, and they're like, yep. let's just sign Albert. Might as well. And we all like gas for it because it was like it's Albert Hainsworth, the biggest free agent on the market. But it went so predictably bad, like it just, of course, it went badly. Right, and that was one of those ones that on paper it's like, no, this is gonna be terrible. Yeah, he's, it was. There, it wasn't a fit at all. He is a poor character person. He has not shown that he can do this on a consistent basis. He's only had a contract year. Mm-hmm. Only time he's done it. You as a team and franchise have no infrastructure to handle a player like this. Nope. Zero. Did he stop on Garrard's face? That was that wasn't the same year. Um, when he that was, was going like, off, oh, right? I was like oh six oh seven. Now it was prior to nah, him having his okay. his really big because it was squeaky clean. He was squeaky clean contract year. Yeah, that's yep. how you knew the calm was in. Yep, because he had been on the fuckery <laughs> since he got there, and he yep. and he was doing dumb shit when he was in college. Albert just to dump one of those people. Albert. Yeah. <laughs> This man had the nerve, the nerve to talk shit on his teammates after this man was laying there like a fucking beached well while Michael Vick was roaming the pocket for 30 seconds. It was just funny because I saw that highlight again and I forgot how Andre Carter had to literally run around this nigga. Yeah. Laying on the like field. he was a fucking, like he was one of them, uh, one of them joints in the drills that you jump over. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of them joints. That's how he was laying that clip, like, y'all get him yet? <laughs> yeah. Like, what the? Get your ass up, motherfuckers. This man yelled from the ground, high knees! <laughs> <laughs> Real shit, though. Uh, Albert was a disgrace, man. He's, yeah, Albert's man. the only player we've ever had that I just, I didn't like. Yeah, I'm with you. Don't like him. I'm with you. Couldn't stand him. Probably for, like, two, you know, very different reasons, obviously, but it's, I mean, I would almost comp, comp the Wentz signing to the Hainsworth signing because it was so predictably going to go poorly, and fans just yeah. kind of just said, well, let's kind of hope and pray. I mean, by all accounts, Wentz is a nice guy, likable dude, yada, yada, yada. I'm sure he's fine. But just a sign that went so badly. And, of course, it's kind of bookends, like, the dark ages of Daniel Snyder. Started with Hainsworth, ended with Wentz, and it was in the middle just filled with endless fuckery. Just... My my biggest issue with the one signing is that this motherfucker had to make some of us who have been calling Carson Wentz trash since the day he stepped in the league. You made us have to like talk ourselves <laughs> into defending this bum. <laughs> Div- and the, shit, division bro. rival everything, man. Like yep. why are you even putting us in that situation? Mm-hmm. We all knew he was Trubisky, dog. Yep. What'd yep. you call? Wentz? White EJ Manuel. White EJ Manuel. <laughs> hey, and my man Cliff, he stuck to that. He stuck to that. Hey, through I the face. 
Even when Wentz was having an MVP campaign, he was like, no, he's not good. I, I will die on this hill. I'll die on this hill. Hey, what's your man? What's your man in B-more's name? Eagles fan? Oh, oh, Fish? Dog, I remember when I first – the first time I said it to Fish, Wentz had not played well. I think the next year was the MVP year. And Fish would, like, send you messages to message to me. To, oh, he's still white. He's still oh, white. EJ Manuel. Yeah, Is he still white, EJ Manuel? Yep. I'd be like, yep. <laughs> oh man, I hate it. I couldn't stand once. But then that one year, the year was magic. Yeah, had me like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. We like, have a fucking problem. We have a fucking problem on our hands. <laughs> but 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 I I always say this. People call me like a Christian hater for saying this. But when he said that God, he just lets God handle the passes. He just throws it up. I think he had said that at the end of that season. I was like, oh, this is not going to work long term. <laughs> I could not imagine Tom Brady saying that he just lets go and lets God handle the dig route. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Either you've seen the new, um, well, not new now, but the Top Gun movie that came out last year. Yeah. Remember when this motherfucker's just it. flying the, the plane crazy, talking about talk to me, goose? <laughs> hey, what what's out this whole boat? Is, is it your hands now, God? Five hundred. Yeah, like nah, I don't want. Listen, beliefs aside, the quarterback can't be operating under under uh just divine intervention on every uh-huh. play. But it uh-huh. makes sense because niggas first pass in the biggest game of the season, fucking ale mailed it over Jonathan Williams' head. <laughs> fucking two yard throw. <sighs> nah, but you're right. It was a bookend. Wentz was like the perfect bookend of the Snyder yep. era. And yep. Hainsworth, given we didn't have a lot of talent, D. Hall, Cooley, Clinton Portis, London Fletcher, Kerrigan. Those are probably, I mean, Trent is like a different conversation because Trent left here abruptly. Mm-hmm. Those are like the guys of the Snyder era, for real. Yep. So for and those are like the actual good players of the era. Yep. So yep. for his dumbass, whatever, Albert. What, yeah. what is he? Did he almost die? sure thing, Albert? He, he did almost <laughs> die, right? So we'll give him some. I'm yeah. Like lack of yeah. oxygen in the brain and all that. Yeah, but I, listen, I'm not trying to discount men almost dying. That's very sad. I'm glad he's okay. But it says something about the man that the second he got healthy, he's back to hating like a motherfucker, ain't he? Mm-hmm. I'm oh, like, he yo. Just, he, just, he always seemed like a hater. He just got that look about him. <laughs> he got that energy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. right let's, let's talk about Jamin Davis real quick. We got to talk about that. Just because it's such a perplexing story that this man would, would do this himself. I guess he was caught three times doing – Reckless speeding in Virginia. The last which was 114 miles an hour and a 45. That's wasn't wow. wasn't he That's with the Jays or Everett? He sure was. Well, yep. he was. Yep. Facts. He was. Facts. I, I'm not saying there's anything more to that situation, but it's just like you saw that happen, and now you're doing it. And also for locals, it's Virginia. Like motherfucker, like you're going to be in jail for this. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know them. Where are you from? <laughs> Alabama, Georgia. Jamin Davis country is shit and openly country. Like, here's my thing with the Jamin thing is this. This is only a big deal because you're in Virginia, frankly. Okay? You shouldn't be going 114 to 45. That's fucking crazy. Crazy. That's dumb as fuck. No excuse for that, no clue. Like, come on, bro. But only in VA does this become like, oh, you're negotiating how many days you're serving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you're right. He was with him. He's also a young guy, man. Young people drive fast. But you would think, like, kind of like Paul said, he was there in that situation when that happened to the shades with his girlfriend. Like, RIP to that girl. But, but like, you know that shit don't matter to young people. I, oh, I feel you. I feel you. But also, <laughs> for, for the purpose of Jamin, like, but the last incident happened in 2022, right? This wasn't like a 2023 situation, right? 
it wasn't this it was, year. I, it was like, last year. I was like early last year. Yeah. But even that's neither here nor there. But it sucks for him to have to deal with this because one, you're coming off surgery. Two, this is a critical year for you, buddy. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's now or never for you because snaps if you don't are not produce, promised. They're not gonna pick up your fifth year option. And right, for sure. If something happens to this regime, nothing's promised for him. So Oh uh, yeah, you're like and the team is kinda counting on you. Yeah. Right? Like you miss time with the knee. They got you practicing with the second unit. They got guys stepping up. They've added additional Buffalo nickel play. So, like, you're not even assured snaps. Now you're spending the offseason. You're the only off-the-field conversation on the team right now, bro. Yep. You're the only one. And you know they eat that shit up. Because they out here covering you like you Al Capone. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> shit is crazy. Literally. Literally. He's got a. Oh, that, he doesn't learn a lesson. He's got to grow. I was like, guys, who's the mongus didn't speed? I would not recommend speeding in Virginia, period. Right. That's like I would say to anybody, if you're going to drive through the state of Virginia, you need to drive the speed limit. Fact. These motherfuckers will give you a ticket all the way on the west side of Virginia, and they will make your ass come all the way over there to go to court. Yep. Because you went 12 miles over. So, he should have been hip to that. Like I said to y'all, y'all remember that shit with Jason Worth? Mm-hmm. They, I mean, mm-hmm. they locked his ass up. Yeah. Yep. Don't play around, man. Not messing with VA, man. Let alone driving. Run that Jason Worth story by me again. For some you reason, that, I'm blanking he on that. Got like, I think he got like two or three of them. And it was like similar to Jamin. Like, you're going like, you're going... He was Why doing 105 you... in Fair- on Interstate 495. Right. <laughs> Sends the 10 like, days in jail. What are you doing? Yep. You're tripping. Reckless driving. Yep. So they will lock you up. They don't really give a fuck who you are. It's unfortunate they pushed this trial back to, I think, to August 31st, right? Because now you're just right up against the season. I think yep. week one is what? September 10th? It's like, yo, you, now you're dealing with this shit. Game week, the official game week when you should be locked in is it's just a bad situation. Like you said, you you already fighting for snaps now because from what I hear, uh, Kaliki on your ass and Barton is eating into your snaps already. So now you're missing valuable snaps when we're getting over the Cardinals and the Broncos and such and such. This is not a good look for you or a good time for you to be out of practice and worried about. And you're a first round pick, bro. We're depending on you to elevate this defense, like. I feel like we've been, you know, taking it a little easy on Jamin. Like, it's what is this, year three? Come on, bro. Well, we have been. We have been. People are talking about if Jamin Davis gives you anything at this point to add to the the strong front and the strong back end as, you know, your your presence as linebacker, then maybe, you know, we could have something cooking. But the fact that that's where we're at now with him is like, if you can give us anything, we'll be good. You were a first-round pick. You went 19th overall. You should be better than just okay. We've lowered the bar for you. It's already almost a, a given right now that you're not going to have a fifth-year option here. Like, you better show something this year and or next, or your career might be over sooner than later, bucko. Well, some real shit. Cliff, made, Cliff you made a good point. Talking about the snaps might be limited. Bro, if you don't step up this year with everybody's job being on the line, they'll fuck around bench your ass. Yeah. They're not playing – like, they're not waiting on you, bro. Yeah. They're no, not absolutely not. I mean, I ain't rooting for that. We, I mean, we we need him to step up. He's a speed linebacker. He can make plays. He's athletic. Like we need, we're they're depending on him, bro. But fuck around, if you want, Jamin? <laughs> Cody Barton, mm. right? Yeah, you got Barton, Khalid Hudson, multiple safeties who can now play snaps. And your your focus is not where it needs to be. I don't think I've heard his name a single time during camp. Nope. Because he'd been running with the second unit. Yeah. And apparently, mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all heard, but they had him. He came to camp early. They made him come into camp with the rookies. Yeah. Because they were so behind. Yeah. So. Well, at least his parents were in the military. Let <laughs> <laughs> I me. Mean, uh, hey, uh, hey, man. <laughs> listen. We know that's why they drafted him. It's all, all good, Ron. You get a mulligan. You can't be drafted. I mean, does he? I guess, man. I guess. It's this man, Ron Rivera, drafted niggas out of ROTC. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. 
fucking ridiculous, dog. It could be had uh what's his name? What's my man from Notre Dame? I think he's with the Browns. Oh, JOK. JOK? Yeah. Imagine JOK with it with that. Oh my god. Listen, yep. Let's just move on. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> you make me go back now, bro. You know I wanted us to get JOK. I'll, I'll say this. The last thing I'll say over this mm. situation, I mean, it's broadly, not about the, the car thing, but broadly, but Ron and Jamin are both lucky as fuck that the secondary looking so good and the D-line looking so dominant. Because if Jamin yep. were, had to be an integral part of this thing yeah. and he was out there just being ass, mm-hmm. it would be a major swing and a miss. A major right. swing and yeah. a miss. No, that's real shit. We, like, I think we talked about this earlier in the summer. It's wild that we had, and I think we might even said it last year. It's wild that we took Jamin where we did, and it's like sort of inconsequential to us whether he works out or not. Mm-hmm. We're just like not mm-hmm. even. We're like, ah, oh, we hope, we hope he starts playing better. I don't That's think we've ever talk. had that with a first round pick. It'd be like if a year from now we were like, well, if Dotson doesn't work out, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, oh. All right. Uh, let's talk about these injuries. Um, ben Standing, timestamp. We're recording this on Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. At this point, uh, Hoover's out today. Logan Thomas is out. That was a notable one. He's had a calf strain and some tightness. He might miss some time. They're gonna be cautious with him because of his knee injury. I'm assuming, right? They're not gonna take any chances with no. him not being right. Especially with other tight ends being banged up, uh, namely Curtis Hodges, hamstring, he's out. Um, and uh, what was my man that we lost for the season over the summer? Armani Rogers. Rogers. Yeah, yeah, you're looking thin at tight end right now, so keep him out. Let's keep him uh, healthy. Cody Barton got a hip thing. He's been out for a couple days already, correct? I think so, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sadiq still got a calf strain. I, I'm seeing right now that Chris Paul is starting today with the first team offense. Hey, that's a chance for him to claim a spot because I think it was very much a toss-up at left guard, right? Mm-hmm. And the Standard O-line been out. getting, like, Charles always so-so hurt. reports already. Say again? Charles always hurt, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is always hurt. That's that's his knock. That's the rub. All the talent in the world, but he hasn't seen the field in four years pretty much. He's always banged up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the big one is Emmanuel Forbes. And the only reason why I say that's big is because how good he's looked. And we'd love to get everybody up to speed. And he was back at practice today. He was back at practice this morning. He was back. I, I thought I he stretched he today. Did he practice it or did he stretch today? I'm looking at Zach Selby's uh, Twitter. He was back in individual drills. It doesn't say nothing about team, but he was out there. Yeah, Said forward was moving well. It sounds like he, yeah. was, he might not have done 11s, but apparently well, he had good. like a fucking three-hour practice today or some shit. Mm. I, yeah, I meant to talk, I'm going to talk to you guys about that in a minute. Um, it's about these practices. uh I'm just, I'm not trying to stir up drama. I'm just trying to understand because the offense, they say it looks so-so, right? You know, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, any, do any of you, these other injuries kind of worry you at all in any way before we move off this topic? Even Rivera said it's day-to-day. There's nothing there that's, I mean, thank God there's nothing that's too serious right now. Nobody's he's in danger of missing week one. He's yeah, just saying like your, your standard camp. Camp injuries. Man. Soft yep. tissue muscle injuries. Early August. Wear and tear. Niggas practicing every day. Just put the pads back yeah. on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of led to that fight earlier this week. I mean, they said that people were had pads for the first time in months. They had, like, five straight practices. The motherfuckers were, 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 were chippy. That and the O-line's dealing with the Monstars up front. They're getting their ass Right. They're getting their ass so. kicked and they're hearing about <laughs> every fucking play. They had enough. Yeah, oh, God. and they said everybody on the offense is pretty quiet. Even like who's who's the biggest star on offense with the biggest voice? I mean, Terry's the leader of the offense. I would say for sure. Don't really Terry's kind of a lead by example kind of dude. Yeah. Right, right. Conversely, on the other side, you have Montez talking nonstop, Chase talking nonstop, Curl talking nonstop. You even John got BSJ talking, talking shit. Nope. He's chatting like you motherfuckers not going nowhere. <laughs> 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 I'm sure you're guessing these motherfuckers had. Chase said, Ron can't save you. <laughs> hey, that is wild, by the way. Like, Ron can't save your whole ass. What? Probably kind of, maybe we're going to talk about it later, but it's like a lot of offenses across the league are getting their asses handed to them, yeah. right now, let alone if it's a new offense or 
your defense has been together for three, four years, same system. Like, our offense is learning a new system. And you got to understand, they're not game planning. Two, they're not always going, you know, at full speed. Um, Obviously, the defense knows what your offense is doing. Um, They're not technically game planning, like I said. So it's like sometimes guys read on what you're doing offensively and they just attacking it because they know what you're doing. Um, Yeah, and they also – in a lot of these drills, they know you're throwing it. Yeah. Like, if you read the practice reports of, around the league, they all Remember had the Ravens like one, Remember the Ravens one yesterday? Ravens one yesterday was absurd, dog. When I seen what yeah. that, their practice was, it was basically them just in third and long every play. <laughs> it's apparently what it was. They were just in third and long every play. That was the, 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 the setup. Yep. So then it's like, oh, they threw a bunch of interceptions. It's like, yeah, because it's fucking third and 14 every play. <laughs> right? I see joints where it's like the Jets had a bad day on offense. Mm-hmm. Team, like everybody, it's, my thing is, we are two weeks into camp. It's being treated like we are at the end of camp. Or we're, well, like we kick off next week. Right. Like we're two <laughs> weeks into camp, man. There's been, yep. what, 10 practices, 11 practices. Yep. Like, people need to – and it's not even to bring up Mahomes because it's not fair to bring up Mahomes, like, to be like, well, when Mahomes was going into his first year, he threw a bunch of interceptions in practice. But he did throw a bunch of interceptions in practice. Mm-hmm. That shit don't matter. This is fucking practice. Like, it, it's hard for me to get worried, man. I need to see yeah, man. the offense when mm-hmm. they can run the ball. There's a game plan. They're not in. I don't know if y'all peeped, but apparently they've been installing a ton of plays. Mm-hmm. And I seen the enemy said basically said like, "Look, we're putting in a ton of stuff now. Obviously, when we get to week one, we will shrink it to what Absolutely. works best for Sam." Yep. Right, like that shit gotta matter too. And to your point, Cliff. Let's keep it a buck. I don't know if people don't realize this, but in camp, when it's your own team going at it, your O line is not going to chip block your fucking defensive line. Right. They're right. not actually engaging them to truly, you know what I'm saying? Like take them out like they would someone from the Giants, Cowboys, Eagles, etc. Right. So let's let's settle down, people, please. Yeah, I've been hearing about the two and a half hour practices. Apparently, they've been going extra uh, these practices too, like extra physical, like. And you know, EB's again at the ass talking like, we not letting none slide. No stone unturned. We're going to be perfect on every single rep. Uh, do you think that can be exhausting to them in any way? Well, exhausting. Been, Nigga, you went 8-1 eight, eight last yeah. year. Motherfuckers <laughs> ain't won more than eight games in years. Last they had an like, offensive coach that they couldn't stand. They said he really couldn't game plan, couldn't scheme shit up, according to the players. And apparently the practices was like – basically walkthroughs, they wasn't really getting physical. So you finally get somebody in here with a voice and you, you bring a little physicalness to the practice and training camp, like, they better not be complaining about shit because the way we start off the seasons, they need to be doing that. Right. Let's keep it up. All of you people's jobs are on the line. Ain't nobody right. trying to hear any – like, if you think about our offense right now, right, especially our offense, and if you were to talk about 2024 – you could argue there's only two players that right. you're like, oh, you'll be here in 2024. And they both on the outside. Right. The rest of y'all? There's, nah, ain't nobody trying to hear that shit at all. Nope. Absolutely not. The rest of y'all are playing for your your careers. For real. <laughs> like, let's be real here. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. Go ahead, man. My bad. I'm just saying, like, this is what this team needed on offense. Mm-hmm. They needed this. Attention to detail. Someone that wasn't going to take no shit. Now, I think there's a conversation to be <coughs> Excuse me. There's a conversation to be had about, well, what if it doesn't work early on? Right? Like, that's a conversation to have for sure. Like, if we're six, seven weeks into the season and the offense is holding us back, all that that's a different conversation. is a little different. Yeah. Facts. Y'all a little different. We fucking 29th in the league on offense. Mm-hmm. But right now, you better get in that fucking huddle. 
They Ain't said, no fucking walking. <laughs> they, said, they said the fans cheer EB every time he curses out. Every time he curses the team out, the, the fans start cheering. I love it. <laughs> That's I amazing. We've had years. I remember there was a time where it used to be, oh man, Jay Gruden's camp is too soft. Yep. They would say, mm-hmm. Oh, Ron, Ron, yep. why aren't we doing joint practices? Why aren't our practices hard enough? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a thing. It definitely was a thing. Yeah. I mean, like the correlation between the slow starts and the soft practice was a thing for sure. And you probably could say the same thing about Ron his first three years here. I mean, he was against joint practices. The, camp, the practices were probably not even that crazy. Now, the main reason I even bring this up is because the fact that practices have been so, like, lenient. And, like, I know Terry and Sam and them all said, we want to be coached hard, but they're saying it in February, and then they're doing it in August. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm only saying that because I, I hope that there's not an overload of information that's coming their way. I mean, you're professionals. you got to pick this shit up. But I just hope that we don't get to uh, September 10th and we realize that the offense was too much for the for the group and maybe something a little bit more simplified would have been best. Yeah. I mean there's a chance the offense could still come out slow with all this inf- all this information they're getting. Like they gotta put it they gotta put it on the field. Um yeah. they're not gonna come out swinging like they're the Chiefs in Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? So and, and we still still temper expectations. My and like I've been saying, I don't know what the enemy's offensive ethos is. I don't Fact. know what it is. Fact. It, we might get out here week one, and he's like, we're going to be a run heavy, et cetera. We don't know, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think that's the part where it's hard because all we are seeing is reports about the passing game, mm-hmm. right? We don't know how he plans to marry the running game. The hey, Cliff, that's a good point, dog. We, he, they, they might be showing that on purpose. Yeah. Like like week we, one, we ground and pound. Yeah, yeah. like, we just, we just don't know. We don't know how he – like. Is he someone that focuses on the strengths of his team? Or is he a Scott Turner-ass nigga where it's just like, let me call the fancy plays? Fuck it. Let me try this one. <laughs> so, like, I expect him to start slow, but I think I think it's the context of what it means for us to start slow. Because I have a hard time envisioning this being out here scoring 10 points. Right. Right? But is it going to beat it like we spend the whole first half of games Sam is like two or eight. We're going three and out, right? Are we going to be a penalty team? Is it going to be first and 15 every other drive? Are we going to slow out the huddle? Yeah. Like that, those are the things that I, that's why I'm looking forward to preseason because I want to see those things. Yep. But I'm with you, Paul. It's, look, I think everybody at, at at Commander's Center or wherever the fuck they're calling it is well aware that there can't be a slow start this year. Yep. So I can't – EB not going to be out here trying to call the fancy shit to look nice. This team needs to win games, period. You give a fuck if you win 16-10 week one and week two. Don't yeah, care. Yeah, we need to get doves. Yeah. Niggas need, niggas need wins. So – but yeah, let's see what EB like. I'm not. I feel like if it, it depends, it's good that we play Arizona Week One. First yep. of all, that's the perfect yep. team to play because they fucking. Shit, it might be a good. We might be catching Denver at the right time too. Yeah, because they fucking like the Cardinals fucking stink. We're gonna go to Denver, where we're gonna be playing two games where our defense can lead the way. Hmm. Right, I, like I you think mentioned though, that week three is going to be the real test. Oh yep. yeah, listen, week three is week three is when the defense announces itself as mm-hmm. as a legit week three and four because we play the Eagles the following week, I think. Yep. Damn. <laughs> yeah. 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 But we know the Eagles. I think the thing is, we know the Eagles. Yeah. I, I think that's how it is with the NFL in general. It's one thing that it's one thing if the Eagles weren't in our division, it would be a daunting task, right? We don't right. we don't we, know their we know their strengths. Yeah, you know. we know their strengths, man. And if you think about the mm-hmm. uh, six quarters, like we played the Eagles. Remember, the Eagles had those big plays when we played them. The Wentz in the first matchup, yeah, yep. they had them early, but they didn't do shit like basically the second half of the game. 
Because the defense was, defense was playing with him. Yeah, defense was, just, was on they, him. We didn't get nothing from the offense. Yeah, because Carson was fucking daring headlights. He should have been benched after that game. Fucking daring headlights that game. The Riverboat. The um, our matchup versus them. I don't. I don't really feel like we're at that big a disadvantage versus them. I'm with you. I really don't like. <laughs> like, this is no disrespect to Hurts. And the Hurts I saw in the Super Bowl, if that's the Hurts they get every game, then fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably. 16-1. We'll see you in February. <sighs> Josh Allen's like a different proposition. Yeah. All together. And like digs. So, it's we'll see, man. Because what if we are – I think we might be a team where our running game and the way teams have to defend us, it's not – that's what makes it different from practice. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if teams come out here, they're going to be in single high trying to Yeah, they're not going to respect the passing game. They're not going to respect yeah. it out the gate, Cliff. Yep. So, that changes shit because you're out here one-on-one with McCorn. You got McCorn outside. You, you're rolling a safety over. What you doing about Dotson? Mm-hmm. What you exactly. doing about Samuel? What you doing about Deami? Yep. yep. Right? So, that's the shit where it's like the practice reports where it's framed as if there's something my – monumentally wrong with the offense. It's like, that's, but that's, the practice is not the game. Yep. It's just not the game. But you would think these reporters after all these years would understand that, but it's almost like, y'all just doing this shit for hot takes, because if you haven't realized by now that they're not game planning, they're trying shit out, they're trying to see what works. Right. Like, let's not over, let's not, let's not go too crazy about what's happening in practice. Cause I've seen some shit where right. B. Mitch literally told JP that. Sure did. Yep. And then JP still out here reporting like, the offense looks hard. It's like, what does that mean? And con- we gotta know the context of what that means for them to look mm-hmm. horrible. I mean, Ron told they asked Ron like twenty times in his presser, and he told him like, guys, we're not game planning anything. We're you're, you're saying our defensive line is kicking old line's ass. Well, I'd be pissed off if they weren't kicking their ass right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Come on, man. We just running plays. Yep. You know. So, yep. yeah, that's gonna be the interesting part. Is just saying. What's this? How is the screen game going to be used? What is Gibson's role? What's Curtis mm-hmm. Samuel's role? Kirko, yep. Like, there's so many, there's just so many elements to the team because we have legit talent on our team. Mm-hmm. And it's felt like the last couple of years with the last guy that it wasn't totally utilized. I'm curious to see how EB plans to use these players while also not. Like putting Sam out there in bad situations, yeah. Because because I think they're going to respect the fact that Sam is a fifth round pick. That's the mm-hmm. to me that's like the good thing about it being Sam and it not being someone that was a first round pick. There isn't pressure for him to shine. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, Matt. We'll see for sure. Uh, I heard the O line's looking pretty good in the run blocking actually. Um getting a little nasty up there, Paul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nah. I mean, notably ahead of the, the pass blocking, which I'm sure is gonna take some time to coalesce because it, it's so many moving parts in the in a pass block blocking scheme is so complicated, especially when you're going against as Corey called them the monsters on the other side. Right. But I mean maybe maybe the plan is to fucking pound the rock. I mean you have three power back ish backs. I mean I, I guess it's kind of a 50-50 with Gibson, but you, Robinson can run through the tackles. Same thing with Rodriguez. The O-line is moving folks up front. I mean, and in this division, you're going to need to run the ball to win the game. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I know we, we – we, I think – I can't remember who dropped the Cosme joint in the chat, but, like, when Cosme was talking about we're not going to let nobody just do, any, do anything to us in practice, let alone our teammate, we don't care. You're not going to push us around. Like, that's exciting to hear. Like, we need a little nastiness because coming off a year where our interior was just, like – a non-factor, like getting the couldn't block. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got a little youth, we got a little athleticism up front. I'm not, I just, I'm not gonna get too carried away with the practice reports. I, I think this is gonna be a physical line up front. Obviously, the question mark is how they gonna pass block for Sam because I mean we, we just haven't seen it yet. But in the run game, I think we gonna we gonna be a physical team up front, man. I mean, you have to be. It has to be. Listen, I mean, for as much talk as, about these moving parts up front, I mean, all these guys have good run blocking profiles. And they have some size to them. I mean, they have yep. a nastiness as well. Like, Kozmi, Gates, are known to be just like 
to the whistle and pass blockers. I mean, Leno is better in run blocking than I would say in the pass block. And I would say the same about Wiley. I mean, from yep. my brief experience with him, he's, he's good in the run game. So, and hell of an athletic, like Cliff was saying, maybe this kind of opens up the door for more screens, uh, even without the passing game being far advanced or what have you. It's just, we got to see it. And we're not going to see it until probably week one. I doubt we see anything of, of note <laughs> on Friday night in Cleveland. So we're mm-hmm. going to be guessing. And, that's probably the way it should be, right? They're not going to give everything away right now. Yeah. I think we're at an advantage. Going into the season. Yeah, they don't, like you said, they don't know EB's game plan. They, they don't say, know EB's you know? game plan. We have legit weapons that you need to deal with. So go ahead and put eight in the box. I dare you. Do it. Right. Do it. <laughs> they're they're saying to throw downfield one-on-one. He's going to throw yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's, like you said, Cliff, it, it does work for events because people come, are going to come out and have no idea what we could do offensively. And for all they know, we can come out this joint and air this motherfucker out. Sam, throw it 60 yards, let Terry catch that joint. I mean, they might be prepared for it, but they have no idea what the fuck we're going to do. Mm-hmm. They're keeping this shit very close to the chest. And I even like had hit, got hit that uh, Bram Weinstein was talking uh, with Kaim, I think it was, and he made a point saying, I'm not going to talk about what they're doing because I'm not trying to, like, Reveal their plans, and the fact that he said that kind of that, you know goes unsaid that yep. you're not going to be talking about the plans. You probably told like Graham, I need you to keep your mouth quiet, nigga. Like yep. you don't spill no beans. But that's why you got to take it with a grain of salt when it comes from all these local reporters. Like if it's from coming from Kime, the brands of the world, you know what I'm saying? Like okay, Logan, they're they're a little more dialed in than the ones that are just giving hot takes, saying, "Oh my God, offense looks fucking awful." You know what I'm saying? Like we don't we don't know, and that's a good thing. I mean, I would say the only uh, beat reporters that I listen to, with, like without any kind of hesitations, like if they say it, I, I believe it is time. And I guess Bram Bram is probably the opposite end of the spectrum of like the JPs and like Chris Russells mm-hmm. and these like uh, negative Nancy ass motherfuckers. Bram is on the payroll. Yeah, he's got to be glowing so a little much. bit, yeah. right? But listen, Kime is a straight shooter. He says how it is. So when Kime says the offense looks bad, I'm like, okay, well, the offense maybe looks bad. Yeah, but that's my thing is the offense might look bad. The offense is going to look bad sometimes. That's the way training camp is across the whole league, right? Like, it just seemed to become a talking point for whatever reason, you know? In early August. Yeah. <laughs> But oh, it's like, I don't know how much of this I missed while my uh, laptop was firing back up. But I'm sure you already said this. There's lots of reasons for the offense to look bad. I mean, there's five new linemen or four new linemen. There's a fifth round uh, quarterback making his second career start on September 10th. Uh, new scheme. New coordinator and uh, defense across from you may be an all-time best. Like, it's, I mean, it's also oh, August 5th or August 6th, my bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like what do y'all what do y'all want? Yeah, I mean you're it's that's the thing, right? If I think I said to see on the chat, if the offense was doing well, then they'd be writing about how well is the defense not as good as we thought. Yep. It's like y- y'all are gonna play it whatever angle you you know what I mean, whatever angle's available to y'all because you need to write your articles during camp. I get it. If the we offense hear more was, if the co- offense was cooking, it'd be uh the secondary Oh, you, you all mm-hmm. these first round picks. Why are they struggling yep. versus yep. a fifth round pick who's new to the offense? Like, we know how they play it, man. This shit don't yep. matter. Your training kit reports don't matter. Yep. All right, because come week one, we'll find. Well, week one they'll just beg well it's the Cardinals. So I'm already. Yeah, but don't come out that. fucking around just because it's the Cardinals. Oh no, please do not. No flat performances either. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, converse, let's talk about the defense then. Because, I mean, for as much as we heard about the offense looking not that good, the defense is looking crazy good. Um, and I kind of want to dive into, like, the formations that they've been talking about uh, this week. Did either of you catch that Kime with Bram uh, interview on Friday night, I believe it was? Yeah. He was talking about all the defensive formations they were throwing. I mean, it sounds like what we predicted, that it's going to be, like, the five guys up front, and then a whole bunch of DBs in just rotating fashions and rotating looks. And maybe some linebackers sprinkled in. But they said that, I think the three things they said were, the line is nastier than it's ever been. 
that the linebackers aren't really that consequential and that the defense on the back end is so fast that it's going to shock some people, which is which is fucking music to my ears. I just want to throw it to you guys. What is the most uh, intriguing part of the, the the defensive points that I just made? The speed, man. Because yep. if you think about if you think about the team, like if you think about who might be out there as a starting eleven, there's a lot of four three guys, four four guys, guys who are fast for their like above average speed for their position across the whole defense. Across the whole defense. So a lot of like the mixing up of coverages. You're able to do that because motherfuckers are out here running four threes. Doesn't Percy run a four three? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Forrest, another guy that can run. Forbes can run. The linebackers can run. The yep. DNs can run. The D tackles can are above can like, run. <laughs> like so I'm just thinking about the way the league is now and how teams like to line up and teams trying to go a little bit more horizontal than vertical, oh, that's going to be a problem. Especially if you can't block us and you got to hit the ball yep. out quick. The defense I mean, how is, many years? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Corey. Not my fault. My fault. Go ahead. Finish your point. My fault. Now, the defense is primed to be like a legit, not like a good defense. Last year, we had a good defense. We couldn't really trust the defense. Not that we couldn't trust them, but we couldn't look at them and be like, all right, because they still used to have those, they still had those drives where mm-hmm. we could have used a big stop. We just couldn't get it. I feel like the defense is taking that, like they got a chip on their shoulder. They really want to be considered among the best of the best, and they have the mm-hmm. talent to do it. So, which is what makes it different from 2021, where they were just, they had, they were talking a lot of shit going into that season. They're not really talking much going into this season. Mm-hmm. What's not out here talking about fucking 40 sacks? All that <laughs> shit. Right? Yeah. Like, John the Allen's the I leader of the defense this year. The defense seems very focused. And, and, and you can just see it in the quotes. The mm-hmm. team just seems very focused. So. No, nah, the team speed, of course, yeah. man. The team speed. Different different level of focus because a lot of them playing for contracts. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it a buck. Money talks. Um, and they know if they all play well, everybody's going to get paid. And to mm-hmm. your point, Cliff, how many years did us, us three talk about our defense being slow as shit, not having no speed on defense? LB slow. Like, we don't, make, we don't get to the ball. Like, I don't want to get too crazy, but – this defense has a chance to be pretty damn special, man. Um, and to have all that speed, interchangeable pieces, like, we haven't had that in quite some time. Um, and I'm actually interested to see that five down lineman with all those DBs because um, <laughs> there's just so many parts that you could just move around and there's so many disguises that we could use with these players and different blitz packages and different coverages. And to have so many interchangeable pieces, it's just – it's a lot Mac and Jack can do with that. So – I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, this they, they, they got a chance to be special. Yeah, most definitely. And this is the second year of Jack Del Rio's iteration of this defense, man. I know that a lot of fans, and we were probably a little bit confused in, in this chat, or in this podcast, I should say, uh, when they drafted DBs in the back-to-back first and second round. But, like, they definitely have an idea of what the defense wants to look like. And if it works out the way that we think it might, it's, it's going to be a problem. It's a problem. It's honestly like the perfect kind of combination of players. And this goes back to what you were saying, how like having Jamin just be a, like a non-factor doesn't even matter anymore because you built so well around him. But this is how, the way you run defenses in 2023. You got to be able to stop the run and you got to have DBs just ready to roll whenever called upon. And there's some times where it might be, hey, we're going four down linemen, one linebacker, seven DBs, let's rock and roll, or six DBs. My math is terrible, but... Sometimes it's seven DBs, and luckily you have built your your back end in such a way that you can come out with so many looks or all of them at once. If you want seven DBs, let's go. We're throwing them on the field, and we're just going to create uh, chaos for the offense. Nope. Cliff, to your point about Sweat talking crazy, 40 sacks, they're not talking crazy because they matured. 
These yeah. guys are in there. They, they've entered their prime. It's go time. Not No more that young shit. Like Chase's rookie year, we make the playoffs. They think shit is sweet. You come in 2021, you're like, oh, we got this. And the play showed across the line. Now it's 2023. They've all grown. Deron's got a new deal. Like Montez and Chase, they're looking for deals. Like it's time to step up. But I, I feel like they're they ready to step into that role of being better leaders and, you know, producing on the field. Yeah, the group and the group has been together. Didn't run for a decent yeah. time now, man. Mm-hmm. Like F- Curl, Fuller, the D like okay, the D line, they've been on the team a while now. Yep. Right? Like there's a mm-hmm. lot of content. Didn't run. You say Paul? My bad. I was saying didn't run uh say uh this week that the team seems more mature. Yep. That the players are, have been like kind of just putting like just young shit aside and just focusing more on their games. You see them staying late. You see them just like not as off topic and like you said, not doing the whole forty sacks bullshit, which is you know as as capable as they are is kind of just a foolish thing to just put on yourself because mm-hmm. it always blows up in your face. It's wild unless you they're actually not do even it. that old. They're not right. They've just been in the league long enough yeah. now. Mm-hmm. They're like they're seasoned vets. Like Cam yeah. Curl, how old is Cam Curl? Like 24, 25? <laughs> but it's like, like, but Curl been here a while. Yep. Right? Um, Cam, 24. Sweat. That's fucking crazy. Same thing with Sweat. What's Sweat? Like yep. 25, 26? Like these guys yeah. are, but they've been, they've yeah, seen a lot. 26. Yeah. So they've seen a lot. I think what John Allen is second oldest player. John's the oldest one. Player. Yeah. He's the oldest one. Right, Terry. Twenty-eight. <laughs> Terry's one of the older players on our offense. Yep, Terry's like that's who's leading the team. Mm-hmm. So the attitude is just different now, man. Like when Terry was telling uh, what's the name on the pivot that like, listen, the group of people we got in the locker room, we got like strong characters. Mm-hmm. I believe him, and that's the thing that people made fun of Ron about. People, and this is sort of why I, I, I. When it comes to um, what's his name, to Jamin, I'm like, I'll give you a mulligan. The roster, we've never had a roster like this because we've never really been a team that was like, hey, we are targeting these type of players only. Yep. Like here are our standards for the players we're gonna draft. Period. You gotta have. We never had a standard, Cliff. You've never, never had, had a standard, standard, right? It's not a coincidence that our team seems to be a team of like higher character like hard work like that was the kind of players that Rivera said he's gonna draft yep. and that's the kind of team we have no fucking Monte Nicholson that's why when people come... <laughs> <laughs> that's what to that point Cliff like when people shit on Ron like y'all know Ron has his pitfalls but it's like we got a pretty solid roster out here folks <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying like Let's give him a little bit of credit. I know the Wits decisions and all the Ron's had a couple blunders, but you got to give him a little bit of credit, man, because this roster is in a good position. Yeah, no complaints, man. They just kind of got lucky. They they got a bunch of players that have been mostly healthy mm-hmm. that kind of grew up together, and now you're kind of seeing that all like come together and a make or break season for Ron. But I mean, I would love to have this defense leading the charge if my yep. job weren't aligned because they are fucking deep and they are talented. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's not spend too much time on this preseason game on Friday night at the Browns, seven thirty on Friday night. There's no game plan, and so we're not going to spend time saying what you should look out for. But what are some of the things that maybe you want to see? Um, just like baseline shit from this team. Like, let's get out the huddles. Let's not get to the fucking last scrimmage with seven seconds to go, Sam. Mm-hmm. Let's be expedient about this shit. Is there anything that comes to your mind that you want listeners to know that they should be looking out for on Friday night? You just named a couple, especially what I'm looking for. Are we going to get out the huddle with the starters when you're in there? Are you going to look prepared? Are you going to look lost? You know what I'm saying? Are we wasting timeouts right out the gate because we're not lined up properly? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking forward to seeing the young guys that do play. Um, like you said, there's no game plan, but I want to see what Chris Rodriguez looks like toting that rock because I know he's going to get his carries. Chris Paul, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure he's going to get his play time at the left guard position. I don't know if Sadiq's going to play, but I know you're going to speak on Mason Brooks. I'm going to leave that for you. But I'm, I'm looking forward to the young guys, man. Um, defensively, I'd be surprised if you play, they play much. Yeah. But 
especially with the joint practices the following week. So, how much? Um, how much would you, much would you play the offense? Go ahead, my fault. How much would you play the offense though, Corey? That's what I, since we've been talking about it in the chat, that's what I've been going back and forth with. Uh, two drives. But, Cliff, you got to think about it. Like, with that joint practice, because apparently they say them joint practices, they treat them joints like it's game-type situation. So, and especially if the joint practices are Wednesday, Thursday, you know what I mean? How much are they really going to play Friday night? Don't get me wrong. I want to see them, but how much are we really going to see them? I don't even – I don't know, bro. I don't know. Three drives? Y'all niggas can't need do to a play. three and out. Y'all niggas need to play a half. They well, no half let's good. put it like this. They're in they're in Cleveland Friday night. Then they're yeah. in Baltimore. The game the game is back here, but they're gonna be in Baltimore that entire week next week, right? It's yeah. it's Wednesday, Thursday to joint practice. Wednesday, Thursday. So I mean the game on Friday, joint practice, Wednesday, Thursday, game on Friday. So or no, no game, game on, on Monday. Monday. Night. Game's on Monday yeah. Monday night. Okay. Well, maybe three drives then. <laughs> I mean, not too many. One thing is they got to play because Sam the third Ebert. preseason game, nobody plays. No doubt. It's a new no offense. Doubt. We got to get some confidence. Yeah. Like, yeah. for me, that's like yeah, the most important thing early in the preseason for them. They got to get some confidence. Y'all remember, what year was that where motherfuckers were counting the number of drives that we went without scoring? <laughs> With the first unit, I don't know if y'all remember that year. They're like, "Oh, the first <laughs> unit, they got." I think they weren't even getting first downs. <laughs> I want to say it was like a Cousins year. Because we've had so many down years, I can't even remember. <laughs> yeah, that. you're right. right. <laughs> <laughs> like we, I wanted to be that there's like progress. Like okay. if you, if y'all come out here versus the Browns first drive, you go fucking ten plays, eighty yards. You're done for the day. Good job. Yep. yep. But if you come out here three and out with a flag, back get out the there. ball back, three and out with a flag. Back out there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, nah. What you think, Absolutely Paul? How, not. how much you want him to play, Paul? What you, what you think? I mean, I said two two drives. I mean, usually that's kind of like the standard for the first uh, preseason game. Just, I mean, I know with three games only, it kind of has changed like, how much you want to see. But like, I, I don't put much stock in these games. Just because, like, let's put it like this. If they came out on Friday night and offense did, uh, they had one three and out and they had one drive that went to, like, the 40-yard line and they saw it and they punted, it's like, do I need to see another, do I need to see y'all score? Like, what am I actually looking for? Am I risking my players looking for something or am I risking my players for nothing? We can't have people get hurt and banged up on offense. And honestly, you might learn more about these guys in the preseason uh I mean, the camp next week with the Ravens, then you wouldn't end these three preseason games by themselves. So it's like, what's the plan here? What's mm-hmm. the scheme? I can't wait to see how the reporting is coming out of Baltimore. <laughs> I'm look, looking forward to it. Because yeah. who's going to – which one of your reporters is going to be on some bullshit? Right? <laughs> why, are you, why are your reports so different from everybody else? Are you just seeing yep. the game differently? I'm looking forward to that, man. And it's the Ravens, who everybody yeah. sucks off. Right? Yep, especially around East Coast. Of course. Yep. So. The Marvel franchise. Yeah, yeah. The Marvel <laughs> franchise. standard. Fucking gold standard. Can't oh. get your quarterback signed. Yeah, but they're the gold standard. Gold standard. Right? Play it. What, what, why the fuck is Matthew oh. Judon in New England? Uh-huh. Fucking gold Back. standard. <laughs> fuck out of here. Mm. Of a core, your man Mason Brooks. Ahead, I need know. to see more of him. Yeah. I I need to see more Mason Brooks. I I don't know anything about Ole Miss football. You know, I'm not gonna pretend like I knew about this guy coming out in the draft. All I know is that he was a priority signing. They seem like they like him, and he planted uh, Federer Mathis twice this week. And apparently, he's been doing that all camp. So, mm-hmm. I, listen, we need guards. We don't have one right now. At least not one to speak of. I'm not saying he's gonna. Be a starter. I'm not even saying he's going to make the team, but that is one dude that I'm definitely going to have our eyes on on Friday night. Which this actually brings a interesting point that they talked about on the podcast. What happens if Mason Brooks pushes mm-hmm. his way onto the roster, but somebody like Braden Daniels ain't yep. ready to play yet? Like, are you going to have to cut that. a fourth rounder? Yep, that's that's what I. We can say that for another podcast, but <laughs> that's a problem. That's not a problem. That's a good problem to have. If you have an undrafted guy, 
beat out a fourth rounder, then so be it. But then you just wasted a fourth round pick. It, and I was going to say to that point, Paul, it's interesting how we skipped to the undrafted free agent and not one mention of Stromberg or Braden Daniels. Like, we need to see some, where, yeah. where are they at in their game? Like, are they going to be a part of the rotation? Are they, are well, they going to be on the 53? Like, we don't. Well, from what I hear, they're not even that starting. They're not even the primary backup at this point. Yeah. Either of them. Both on so, third string. Yep. I don't know, man. I would hate to cut a fourth round pick or even a third round pick uh, for an undrafted guy just because it's like it feels like a wasted pick. But you got to put the best fifty three guys together. Like mm-hmm. you don't, you can't just save a spot for a guy because I wasted assets on you. You know, it's just a bad pick. Yeah. We got to call it Georgia and move on. But I mean, we gonna see. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else for Friday night that you guys want to say? I mean, I'm just really focused on Sam Howell, looking like you're comfortable in the offense. That's my only priority. Defense is going to cook. Um, Even if they don't, retires. I'm not tripping. Ah, the yeah, game. We get to see Casimir. Yeah. Yeah. Can we Can we see yeah. one? Just give me one good return, man. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm asking for. Give Ron a reason to remove Dax from the return game, Casimir, please. <laughs> Thank you. Much appreciated <laughs> from the fan base. Please. Thank you. What about uh, Byron? Pringle going to return some kicks, too. Oh, he's going to get a probably. shot. Man. Tinsley gonna get a shot too. I'm interested. Like, I'm glad Cliff brought that. I forgot all about that, man. Because we need someone to step up in that, especially yeah. for having a young quarterback offense that's gonna be unpredictable right now. Like, we need someone that can impact the return game. So, that's definitely something to look forward to, Prada. Definitely. Uh, anything else? Anything else? Shout out to my Big Twelve. Shout out to Big Twelve. You motherfuckers came back from the from the, from from the fucking dead, nigga. I tell you. The dead. The Big 12 was gone. I mean, come to death, now it's Conference USA. Schools y'all got in there. Hey, that's fucked up, bro. <laughs> y'all not Conference USA for real? I, we're like Conference USA with like with a, a little razzle dazzle. Conference USA have like big... Conference or what? What West B going to do, though? What y'all going to do, man? This year, we're going to be bad. Everything I've, I've read. <laughs> Is that the team is good, but everybody hates Neil Brown? I think that he's gonna get. I think he's gonna get his ass fired. And we got a tough schedule. Oh yeah, like our, our non our non conference is Pitt and Pittsburgh and Penn State. Uh, yeah, yeah, open. And then yeah, you gotta go through the Big Twelve slate. Open with Penn State Labor Day weekend. Yep, Woo, it's a night game on a. It's a night game on ABC on uh, Saturday night. Where's the game? Happy at? Valley. Oh, Lord. in Happy Valley. Ooh. Yeah, not looking good. Not looking too good. I know the DMV bar is going. DMV bar is going to be popping. Mm-hmm. Paul, you going to Happy Valley? Mm-hmm. You watch your local oh. drunk ass bars. Man, I, I was, I, I was thinking I was going to watch a local dog, but hey, we could find a bar, we can hit the beer and wine joint, pull up some chairs. I'd love to go, but tickets are crazy. Who is First your quarterback? Down, we on the way, country roads. Who's your quarterback? <laughs> um. It's a. Is that kid from the end of last it's year? It's a band named Garrett, Garrett Green. Garrett Green. He played the end of last year, right? Yeah, he can move. He's a, um, a baseball guy. He's very athletic, but I just, I just don't know, man. I don't know. Neil Y'all Brown, got no dogs so at wide We, we got enough. Y'all still got some dogs, right? At wide out or not? I mean, we also have a couple guys at wide receiver, but I just don't think we have enough. It just, it seems like the schedule is real tough, and that I, I'm only hearing bad things about this coach. I don't know much about him, but I just, they said that he's. Kind of just not really the guy who's gonna lead us out of Holgerson into like the next of this program's future, but y'all need to call Holgerson I mean, who knows? back up, throw him the bag, tell him bring his ass back up them country roads. Call and who play Houston this year? Holgerson. Uh, uh, I thought you said Rich Rod. Oh no, Rich Rod. But hey, where's Rich Rod? At? Have the Rich Jacksonville Rich State Rod's in Cliff. You yeah, he's somewhere random. I'm not. Nah, it's Jacksonville State. Really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's down, he down Florida somewhere. He sure he is, in. dog. I ain't know that. Damn, yeah. Paul, what y'all, that's y'all man. You better go back and call Rich Rod. <laughs> After when he left us? Hell no. We gotta, <laughs> oh, we, got, we, we gotta have a little bit of pride, man. This man left own, us. Man. Yeah. No, right. listen. Do, do you remember the circumstances in which he left? After that game where we blew it to go to the national championship? I we lost to Pittsburgh thirteen nine. Yep. Yep. This man was out the next day. I'm like, yo, you're not walking back here. Whole time, you're my man. I know Rich Rod was from West Virginia, dog. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why y'all really mad at that. From dude. there, Damn. went there. 
Damn! If you this man had us on this man had us on the cusp on the precipice of a national championship appearance that he shit the bed and uh, left town. <laughs> Didn't McAfee shit the bed? Who was the kicker? They all shit the bed. <laughs> Pat, Pat McAfee. He was the kicker, the right? Bed. Didn't he miss a couple field goals? Yeah. Sure did. And, and they, <laughs> we were forty point favorites and lost by uh, forty four point favorites. Which I score like nine uh, we points. We lost. <laughs> Nine to thirteen. Wow. On senior night. Oh my god! And, and that, that was the one hundredth. And that was the one hundredth backyard brawl. So it was like meaningful. It was like the one hundredth yeah. joint. I was like, dog, yeah. you niggas, it like choked something serious. One of the At worst home, choke jobs I've ever seen I my entire fucking life. Fucking party tonight. <laughs> Could you imagine, dog? Hey, Corey, you know how they probably woke up that day. We about the fucking party. We're going to national championship. We and forty point about, favorites. Of, it was a night game, wasn't it? It was. It was oh, yep, so sure they was. Fucking zooted. Probably thought it was about mm-hmm. to be a big ass party. Oh, and you know what? You know what's fucked up is like, remember? Because that year, I think who was it? So Arkansas beat LSU on Thanksgiving or day to Thanksgiving, yeah, right? Yeah, that was McFadden. And and some and right, yeah, McFadden and Hill and Hills went off, right? That's when we were like, okay. Everybody who was home for Thanksgiving break, who thought this game was just like to be third in the BCS, now this is for second. Everybody goes back to Morgantown. I got my friends call me. Are you coming back to Morgantown for the weekend? I'm like, nah, I'm not. I'm not I can't fit. It's Thanksgiving weekend. I'm not coming back. And I'm so glad I did because I would have been pissed. You'd have been heartbroken, <laughs> dog. Oh my god! How heartbroken. Oh, god. That's the kind of heartbreak where I would be driving down seventy that dark, like, like no, <laughs> go set things on fire. You're heartbroken. <laughs> Gonna drown your sorrows. Like sitting there stuck. Stuck. Just sitting in the oh, crowd, just shit. no look on their face. 